Thank you very much for coming to this Talk Popsy conversation. And yeah. your name is? Justin Freeman. Thanks for inviting me. Thank you for coming. So yeah. this topic that we've been doing, as I told you, is art, right? Artist right. cognition. But it's really sort of a much more general, open-ended topic about how do you think art works? How mm -hmm. do you think it functions? What do people get out of it? What are the problems you see? Pretty mm -hmm. much whatever you want to talk about. So right. you're on. Yeah, well, you know, when I think about like, cognition and art i mean for one thing i think of both i think of cognition as like you find yourself through thinking and i think you could even find yourself while thinking about art um ah. you can um like find subjectivity through your interpretation of art and what it like what art means to you is kind of like unique in a way right there's only like everyone has a, a different interpretation of art to a certain degree. It's almost like that idea of cognition is like a, everyone has like a special fingerprint of Your absorption of, of it? Yeah, yeah, yeah your how, experience. Yeah, we're like saying the same thing. layers all over yeah. your body, over your mind, right? That's a, it's good, like a, that's a good picture. Right, that's yeah. kind of one of the things that I think huh. about. Yeah. I never thought about that. That's so true. So, And ergo, um, cogito sum, right? It's about cog right it's kind yeah. of like discovering yourself through your experience in the world and art is one of those things that are part of the experience you know what i mean yes and it does it does sort of just flow over you in mm -hmm. a way that is probably very distinct from the way and experience is such a weird word like right. you know william james talks so much about experience and the general notion of experience and we feel like we're encapsulating an event when we call it an experience mm -hmm. and yet in your description you point out the very subtle nuances in an experience and mm -hmm. how individual that is that's a real good point right i mean i think it's yeah. important we are we all are individuals we're all looking at art individually and, and in some ways we do look at art through the eyes of other people the experience uh -huh. like so if I go to, um, you know, a gallery, someone tells me about the gallery, that experience that someone had can color the experience that I have when I go before absolutely. I go. Absolutely. And so it's For like better we, or worse, it's the socialization true. of my yeah. experience, right? Like yeah, you see it through the eyes of others to a certain extent, but yes, you're yeah. right. There mm -hmm. is this, the way it washes over you. Mm -hmm, I don't mm -hmm. know how it best to say that, well, yeah, you know, yeah. um, you you know um uh ASMR like um like there's this tingling feeling when you like hear a song yeah that is like that goes through your body in a like and touches something that you really can't explain yeah um i get that with like music uh-huh um and i think that that is like something that washes over me certain songs really like give me like a a tingly like um, I don't know how to explain yeah, it. Yeah, like I wonder a, if there was like some imaging system that you could have, you know, where you could mm -hmm. put a person right there, you'd have the imaging system on them, you play a certain song, and mm -hmm. you could see all the little parts of their body that were being activated by right. that song. And then the next person would have little different parts that were activated right. by Even that song. Even in the song. brain, right? Like yeah. if you can image, so yeah. like if you could put diodes on, so art sure. cognition, yeah. right? Imagine yeah. if you can see like really what someone thinks about a piece of art yeah. through putting diodes on their on their head and monitoring like 
their brain patterns, right? And they've and, done that, but mm-hmm. I think you're right. I think it's not just the brain. Mm-hmm. I think oh, yeah. you'd have to do the whole body. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think probably there's some kinds of like, and I don't like, I don't like know your what hair it, raising up, y- getting yeah, goosebumps. Right. right. You know, like mm-hmm. you had 12 hairs that raised up, but yeah. they had 42 <laughs> hairs that raised yeah, yeah, yeah. up, right? And so it really yeah. affected them, right? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a really good point because it does seem to be an embodied experience mm-hmm. that we have, not just an electric experience in our brains, right. right, with certain neurons that are being activated, but a whole bodily. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, you know, uh, I was just reading something. All right. Mm-hmm. So let me tell you what I was just reading and then you tell me what you think about it. Okay. Um, there's a philosopher. Her name is Ali Bresh- Breshan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's a philosophy of dance person, right? Mm-hmm. And she was talking about how the trained dancers pick up and bodily experience the nuances of movements of dancers that they're watching on stage. Right. So that the trained dancer sitting in the audience has different sort of embodied experiences, mm-hmm. right? Right. So, so go through that and tell me what yeah. you think about that. You know, I think like, so, you know, nuance, like, be, like being a in a field of something or, or like sharing like so with dancing I would imagine it's easier for you to pick up the nuance because you know you're gonna either imitate the person or you want to pick up on what they're doing you're analyzing what they do you're yeah. and so you're ingesting that kind of art in a way that's different from someone that doesn't have the experience of dance and things like and things like that right yeah. so it's kind of like um you know a lot of people they equate like let's say basketball or soccer, right? Or even boxing. Like, I love basketball and maybe you don't, right? And, you know, if someone does like a particular move, I could see that in a way that you might not be able to pick up on. Yes. And I I could tell you about it, but you might not see it because I like to play too. Yes. You know, so there is like that, you know, living, it's easier to live vicarious through someone, I guess, if is if you've been through the experience in in a sense. Like, I can't really experience something. Un- mm. Can you experience something like um, yeah. more intimately um, if you've been through it? Like, can you like, can you tell me about my blackness if you haven't been yes, through it? Yes. Can I tell you about dancing if I haven't been through it? Yes. So, so like, you know, if I, if I know a little bit about dancing, I can be like, ah, oh, I see what you just did right there in ways that a dancer, a non-dancer couldn't. Okay. So what you're pointing to there is how do we know things that we don't already know? <laughs> Donald in- Rumsfeld. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was actually thinking Aristotle oh, yeah. in, the, in the posterior analytics, right, right? Right. So he talks about how you, the person oh. knows, and in some ways they know, and in some ways they don't know. That that's the whole process of learning, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, all right, let's just do your two examples, right? right. There was basketball and being black, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So, if somebody. If you want to talk to me about basketball and I don't know anything about basketball, mm-hmm. right? How do I enter into that conversation? How do you give me some information about that, right? Mm-hmm. Right? And the same would be with being black or anything mm-hmm. else, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm never going to be just exactly like you, no mm-hmm. matter what. I'm never going to know exactly what you know, just for the same way that you said that the experience of art washes over me in a very different way than it's going to wash over the person right next to me, right? Mm-hmm. But 
how is it that we hand over to one another that knowledge and give to the other person something that they don't completely have and yet I want to give them? And does art do that? That mm. was a very convoluted, I didn't do yeah, a very good job no, I, I, doing that. I think Did you I hear get what that you're one? So like, you know, is, you know, I think it, it, it has to do with intent, right? The intent of the artist, right? Let's say, is the intent of the artist to, you know, for for the message that he's saying, like what he's thinking to be interpreted, like, and by the viewer exactly the way he's thinking you know what i'm trying to say like is that the intent or is the intent of the artist for the interpretation to be vague you know it is is the intent for it to be yeah you know more like a thinking a cognitive cognitive art or what is it a conceptual art right Mm -hmm. Like leaving things more in the open, but as far as like you know, um, when I when I think about um, if you know my experience being able to let's say like basketball for whatever, I think I'd have to show you examples. Okay, let's do that. Right, like let's so I'd that. show you yeah. like a, my favorite video of LeBron James, let's say. Yeah. Right, and be like, this is what I'm talking about. You see the way he dunks the ball right here, like that. Yeah. You know, or you see. So now I know more. a little bit more. Yeah, and then yeah. I'm like, okay, here's another step. Let me take you out to the court, right? Yeah. And let me show you this move right here. Can you can you do exactly what I did right here? Ah. Like kind of like step by by the numbers, right? Like yes. like demonstration, like different levels of demonstration. Right. So that's very Wittgenstein, right? Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. we know things by showing one another things. That's how language right. works, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I can't really tell you always, but I can show you right. pretty mm-hmm, well, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. yeah. See, I think a lot of times that's what art does. Mm-hmm. I think art's about us showing one another things. Right, right. You know? Uh-huh. So if you just think about that basketball example that you gave me, th- that's a lot like dance. Yes, it is. I think so, too. Um, a lot of footwork in basketball. You yeah. know, if you don't have, like the best basketball players, um, best soccer players have great footwork and they're able to, you know, use angles that give yeah. them advantages, even if they were like slower. Yes. Footwork can make you appear faster, smoother. You know what I mean? Um, and Muhammad I, Ali said that was boxing. Right, right. The sweet science. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there, there's ways that it, you can make yourself look a lot better. Um, and I wonder if like it's the same thing with art, like, you know. If there's if there's things like that, like you lack certain fundamentals, but you're really good at other fundamentals and it makes you a great artist. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I wonder I wonder. And and I guess that's why there's niches, right? Why there's different kinds of art. Um, So how then would art function like that? Like how how is it like? How all right? So the example that you gave, I'm going to show you how to dribble the ball, right? right? right. And then I'm going to take you oh. on the ground. How does art do something like? Okay, so you know so, who I think about? I think about Solowit. Ah, okay. Um, so yeah. Solowit was a was he gave instructions on how to do art, right? Yes. And do you have to? Interesting. Do you have to think about that when when someone is telling you how to do something like step by step? So you're thinking of like Lewitt's work as mm-hmm. the prime example 
of Wittgenstein's showing. Right, Is right. that right? As a way to show, yeah, because like he just gave you all the stuff that you need. And then Adrian Piper did uh-huh. similar did similar work, right? Uh-huh. Similar um step by step stuff, right? Yeah. Which which is gr- I love I love her stuff. You love, I her, love stuff her stuff too. too. Yeah. yeah. Huh. All right. So let's that's really interesting. All right. So let me try to give this back to you and you tell me if I'm right. Mm-hmm. It seems to me that you're building up a definition, particularly of conceptual art, mm-hmm. that is, I'm going to show you and not um, tell you. Yes, but I think that there is a way That's to almost to, contrary to, what to we tell, think. right? Like I think because like Solowit is doing stuff, some stuff where it's just like showing, right? Which is crazy cut. Well, block colors, right? Yeah. Or like like a a background with like four colors on it like in in squares right but then he can also i I think with some of his work he's like okay you do it this way so showing you and telling you how to do the art and i and i wonder if there's like a way like you know if there's a cognitive perspective when you're being told like if you're being dictated to do a piece of art are you really thinking about the art or are you just doing it by the numbers? Yeah. All right. So in the usual story, right, in the usual story of conceptual art, right, it comes from Duchamp mm-hmm. and it's anti-retinal, quote unquote, mm-hmm. right? And it's about the idea, not about just the visual stuff that you see in front of you. So it kind of dematerializes right. and it takes you into this abstract realm, right? Mm-hmm. That's what it's intended to do, right? So so Lewitt's stuff, when... You just give somebody instructions on how to make it. Mm-hmm. What you're doing is that you're pointing to the idea of the thing and not to the thing itself, right? Mm-hmm, so it's mm-hmm. this like bifurcation between the thing and right. the idea of the thing, right? Yeah. Okay. Now, but what I think was a thread in there was that what conceptual work could do, and this is the part that I'm super fuzzy about, right? Mm-hmm. That what conceptual part could do was closer to what you were talking about with the basketball. Mm-hmm. Was, I'm going to take you through, and in this way it becomes kind of more embodied knowledge, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to take you through the physical process. Right, right, I hear you. Like, do, like doing it like makes the connection with your brain. Yeah, and I right? don't know how to say that, Justin. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how to articulate that. And, and then gets to the point where you don't even think about it. Yes. Right? Um. Right, that it becomes a kind of integral part of you in a way yeah. that the vision stuff would never be. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, uh, like I remember you was talking about in class one time. Uh, one, one, I think it was the Eastern philosopher talking about um, when you're cutting, like the meat, you don't, or when you're carving meat or carving wood, something you don't think about the instrument that you're using. I can't remember which philosopher. Yeah, I know that what you're talking was. about. I do know what you're talking um, about. Yeah. That somehow the activity becomes so much a part of you that you, right. yeah. So maybe that goes back to what you're talking about about experiences washing over you. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that with the conceptual stuff yeah. and with the dribbling, the basketball, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That somehow the activity or becomes the external activity becomes your internal subjective experience. Right? Does in it a even cross? Like, there's a certain medium that it doesn't even um, interact with anymore within you. You know, like. But that's super interesting because you know what that really is saying, Justin. Mm. Oh my God. I'm going to have to go home and take notes about this. <laughs> what, you know, what that's really saying is that it's a different way 
of absorbing it into your system mm-hmm. than through representation. So right. the whole process of representation, mm-hmm. you know, which visual art particularly has always been thought of as being firmly established by, right? right. You're saying, oh no, there's this other thing, which is just the transference of experience, mm-hmm. right? So that my experience, because I show you how to do it, then mm-hmm. becomes your experience. Mm-hmm. And that conceptual art is really about the transferring of experience, Yes, definitely. It's about the transferring of experience. And then, like, I, I think you will still have your special, your subjective. Your own very distinct yeah, yeah. take on that. that. That you can't even, some ways you can't explain. Especially, like, these fleeting moments, right? Like, you can never yeah. explain the moment in a way that can actually be captured the way you experienced it. Yes. You know, at the moment before, Yes. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. is that experience ever really being truly represented by what you're saying? Oh, I see. All right. So what you're saying there is that you've got this sort of temporal line. Yes. Right. So at time T, you have the experience. But at time right. T1, you're then articulating and becoming aware of the experience. And there's no way to know if T1 equals T. Right. Exactly. I, because I your that. brain is like interacting with different T1. parts of the experience yeah. Yeah. all the time. Yeah. And it, it, it's... And the it's past being is always uploaded lost. differently. Yeah, the past is always lost. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. and so I, I found that, um, really, ex- really, um, interesting when just talking about the subjective experience, like how true is the subjective experience if it's hard to ever really express what you're thinking at yeah, any it's given impossible, moment. Right? It's, and then yeah. what it means about cognition. Um, what does it mean about, and then you can say, what does it mean about experiencing art? Will your interpretation of art change? It does. People's experience with art changes over time. I'll go to the gallery and I'll be like, that was crap. And then I'll get home and I'll be like, wow, I really like that. Movies, <laughs> music, anything really, right? And so the, the, the cognition is really, it's a, it's a process. It's a, a evolving process, you know? Yes, it's true. As, as much as our experience in this world evolves, the cognition with art evolves. Um, and it and, is oddly layered in that way. Right. It's layered. Yeah. And some and some of that is forever hidden within your subjectivity and can never be fully expressed. Yeah. I think. You know, you like there's a part of me I can never really share with you. There's a part of my experience of with that art that I could never fully share with you or even like understand myself even. Yes, and I mean, maybe that's what makes it so incredibly valuable to us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Right, you know, is right. both because it is so intensely personal mm-hmm. and because we want so much to make sure that the person next to us gets it. Right, right. You know, like me. Right. You know, right. like, do you see what I see? Did you right. feel that? Mm-hmm. Did you like that song? <laughs> right? Oh, my God, did you hear that opera? Yeah, right? yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> Right? Yeah. And, and we want that agreement to happen between us. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Can I just ask you one last question? Mm-hmm. It seems that you think, or maybe I'm wrong about this, just tell me. Mm-hmm. It seems that you think that conceptual art generates a more uniform experience. Mm-hmm. Is that what you think? A uniform think? experience across, so uh, like. Uh, from. It would seem to follow, but I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. that the conceptual art, because it is showing and not representing, 
in that way. Right. Because it's taking you through the process more. Oh, yeah. So I think it depends on the kind of conceptual art. If it's the solo wit stuff, then yeah. um, I don't know if that, I don't, I, I feel like that's like, I'm just telling you to do it and that's it. And maybe that's uniform. But then like maybe when you finish with the work, maybe you have a different, you know, take on it. Right. Um, whereas like, let's say, you know, Adrian Piper sitting on yeah. the bus with the, um, with the handkerchief of her mouth. Okay. Right. So because of the connotation, right? Like this woman on that, that this passing woman, right? Passing for a white woman on the bus with something in her mouth. What do people think about that? With all the gender Im- implications from, yeah. I think this was in the seventies or whatever, with everything that means, there's so many ways to interpret that depending on your perspective, depending on if you're a woman, depending on if you're a man, depending if you're, you know, all within whatever intersectionality you may lay and whatever experiences that you'll have, the art will always be, the art interpretation will, I think, more than likely be different. That's true. Unless, like, you get, like, a critic that has a really strong I opinion was just about say it. Remember at the beginning you said if you go to the gallery and you know what yes. somebody else thinks, then yes. you'll interpret it like mm-hmm, that? Mm-hmm. So I was thinking but about But nonetheless, that, yeah. that's a part of the experience as well, right? Yeah. And th- uh, an, an aspect layered. of life that we can't um, escape because, uh, you know, art is always there to be interpreted unless, like, it's down one of these side streets and it's graffiti or something. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and and you come across it and you're like, wow, it doesn't have, like, the... You know, the block next to it telling you like, right. Telling you what to think. Right, right. Yeah. You know, you know, so yeah, yeah. That's really interesting. Well, thank you so much, Justin. This was just like, so I feel like this is super unfinished because I feel like you, it's just a little like archaeology. Like you suddenly lifted up this, 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 (laughs) (laughs) this manhole cover. And now I'm going, Oh my God, is that really the story? So. Yeah, I love to talk about it more. Yeah, thank you cool. very much. It was great. Yeah, thank you so much. Thanks. Okay, right. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>